What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. I'm one of your hosts here, Hayes, and I'm holding it down on today's daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. And on today's episode, we'll be going over the second day of mandatory minicamp and what went down during that, some of the news to come out of that. We'll also be doing trade ideas when it comes to Robert Quinn, some some potential trade partners uh, to move Robert Quinn. If it does come to that, we'll see. If it does, we'll get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bears Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, thank you for joining me today on this daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. First, we're going to be talking about some of the takeaways and things that came out from minicamp. Reportedly, Justin Fields had his best practice of minicamp. Now, it's only been day two. Now, I wonder if they really mean that he had maybe his best practice even since OTAs, but... What's come out of this is that he had a really good day. Uh, his decision making, his precision on passing, things like this. We did hear in the first day that he did, you know, get get a couple of passes picked off. So to hear that he had a much better uh, practice, he went seven for seven in his uh, portion of practice today. So or yesterday, I should say, and his chemistry with Darnell Mooney continues to be talked about, and that's what that's what it's going to boil down to. And it's good to hear that Justin Fields is having a solid, um, you know, um, mini camp and things like that. Uh, we also got some news from some of the rookies coming in and things like that. And it looks like sixth round rookie uh, Tristan Ebner, who's a who's a running back, uh, had the best play of minicamp so far. He, he caught a ball deep in coverage. And so, you know, shout out to him if he is going to end up making the team and possibly getting in any type of snaps this year. Will, it remains to be seen. But one of the biggest things that we're hearing um, coming out of minicamp so far is that three rookies. Practice with the first team on the offensive line. We already know that Braxton Jones was already playing with the first team, even back in OTAs. But he was joined now by Zachary Thomas, who was a six rounder who played, who took snaps at the left guard, and uh, and uh, the other six rounder, Doug Kramer. He uh, worked at center, so that he, they joined Braxton Jones, who's been taking reps at left tackle. So, um, yeah, this is it's 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 really going to be interesting to see how this offensive line shakes up. But the fact that three rookies have been practicing with the starting lineup so far at minicamp. You know, maybe we have three rookies starting on the offensive line. Now, I understand if that causes some concern, right? Especially, you know, we want Justin Fields to be protected. We don't want him running for his life out there like he was last year under uh, Nagy. So if you're concerned about that, let me know down below. But how do you feel about the Bears rookie offensive lineman stepping up so far and being in that starting lineup so far in minicamp? Now, it's still early on. A lot of things could change, but I want to hear from you guys down below on how you feel about that um also what we're hearing right now is that uh Kyler Gordon still is not practiced so far he was doing some bike training so what's going on with that Eberflus has not provided any update as of right now on what's going on with Kyler Gordon we know that hey we was hear- hearing big things from him and we have big expectations for him and Brisker this season but the fact that our rookie cornerback has not been practicing as of right now is that causing some concern for you guys? Let me know what you guys think on that down below as well. Is that is that some things that you that you're a little concerned about? Uh, you know, not necessarily concerned about it myself as of yet. We got so much time before even we get to a preseason game. That you know, relative health. It's football. It happens. Um, one thing that we're also hearing so far is that Travis Gepson said that there's much more account- accountability under uh, Eberflus, and that's one thing that you see. If you guys saw his press conference, if you've seen like the way that he, the, just the way that he communicates, how he talks about his players, it does seem, we talked about before, I had a whole episode on how Matt Eberflus used OTAs to train to change the culture here for the Chicago Bears, and we're seeing that continue uh, for the most part as well. And, you know, as we should, seeing that the Matt Eberflus coming in, 
has been a breath of fresh air. Now, we need to see that continue, right? We don't want to have this burst or this initial excitement in his first season, and then that, that kind of goes away because there was some excitement around Matt Nagy coming in initially as well. Not to, I'm not trying to put him in the same boat as Nagy. I'm just using that to say, hey, things can sometimes start off really good, but not necessarily end as good. So we'll see. Um, but everything that I feel about uh, Iberflu so far has been nothing but positive. Him and Luke Getze just... Just every time I hear them talk, whether it's about the players, whether it's about the system, whether it's about just the direction that they want to take this team, it means like even Matt Eberflus saying, hey, look, I wanted Robert Quinn to be here, but that's something for him and Ryan Poles to work out. Like, it's just it's just a good energy right now around the Chicago Bears for me. Um, and then also, you know, with with it also being more accountability, the fact that Eberflus has not shied away so far in in OTAs and minicamps from playing the young players. Now, how what does that mean? We know that we have a lot of young guys on this team. We know we have a lot of unproven guys as well. We have a lot of people who are out to, whether they prove it from because of the prove it deals, whatever else, that they're going to have a lot of chips on their shoulders. But we're hearing from what we're hearing right now is that this isn't Matt Nagy's team, right? This is not Matt Nagy's team and him being afraid to play younger players. Matt Eberflus is really embracing, embracing the, the, the young players on this team, making them feel like they're a part of it being invested in their progression and what the what the future may hold for them on this team. And that's going to just bode well for the development, for the confidence of these young players. And that goes a long way as well. It's changing the culture here for the Chicago Bears. So shout out to Matt Eberflus for just all the work that he's doing. Shout out to this team for everything that's going down in mini camp so far. Uh, reportedly, the offense had was much improved also in the second day. This We have a long time, like I said, a long time ahead of us uh, and a long time for this offense this team as a whole to just work a lot of things out but it's good it's just good to get some good news it's good to have great energy around this team but that's it let me know what you guys think so far about everything coming out of minicamp so far we're going to also go ahead now and jump into something that i just want to talk about i figured this would be fun with the robert quinn news he still hasn't reported things like that if it does come to the bears having to move robert quinn what are some potential partners that we can look at now just to give up that some some of the the way that I frame this and some of the criteria that I look for in some of these deals, either the draft capital that the Chicago Bears get back, they would have to have either high draft capital or they're getting either an offensive lineman or a wide receiver back. Now, this these deals are more realistic. They're not some of the, the like Terry McLaurin is not involved in one of these deals. For example, I didn't go like high level trying to get the get the Bears back a star or anything. I try to go more reasonable with some of these trades. Let me know what you guys think about it down below and also. Let me know some some interesting trade partners you want to present as well for the Chicago Bears if they do have to start looking to move Robert Quinn. The first one I'm going to go to is a team that Poles is familiar with and a player that he's familiar with, and this is the Kansas City Chiefs. The, the, the deal that I'm presenting here is uh, McCole Hardman uh, for Robert Quinn. Oh, I'm sorry, McCole Hardman and a 2023 third-round pick for Robert Quinn. Again, Ryan Poles familiar with McCole Hardman. Uh, he could come into this wide receiver court, not necessarily be – he's not going to be the number one that's not he's not going to be a number one over darnell mooney but he could easily slide into that number two or that number three position now from what we're hearing about the bears with velius jones and um and and, and pringle they may very well feel confident in running with that but mccall Harmon is an interesting piece to add to this wide receiver court to kind of improve that a little bit and to bring in a, a more steady hand so he's somebody and in a and a, and a trade partner that i think the kansas city chiefs would would possibly be interested in robert quinn now uh, one that I'm going to go to next is that the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, they have been very, very active in trying to keep um, keep up with the rest of the AFC West. And because of that, I'm presenting this one. Now, this isn't as great of a deal, right? So I want to be clear with this. But it's Denzel Good and the 2023 third-round pick. Now, Denzel Good is an offensive lineman. He can come in 
you know, we hear that I said it earlier in the show, three rookie three rookies practicing with the starting lineup as far as on that offensive line, but he he can come in and provide a, a really solid player on that offensive line and somebody who's who's a little bit more you can bet on a a, a veteran in a lot of ways and like I said that that uh, that draft capital as well with the 2023 third round pick, I think will be very good. Let me know what you think about that deal down below. The next one that I'm going to go into is uh, the Miami Dolphins. And this one is uh, the Miami Dolphins are actually giving up a 2023 first round pick, right? And then we will be sending Robert Quinn and a 2023 second round pick. Now, this is a deal that I know a lot of you guys aren't going to be hiring. We don't want to give up any draft capital, but being able to trade a second round pick for an additional bite of the apple in that first round it, is that worth it, right? And some people may say no, and I understand that. Again, these are just hypothetical trade ideas that I can think of uh, for teams. Another one is to the Philadelphia Eagles, and this one is straight up Robert Quinn for a 2023 second and third round pick. Again, a lot of draft capital. No players coming back in that one, but a lot of draft capital coming back to the Chicago Bears in this one. We know how much draft capital uh, capital uh, Pace gave up. So uh, Ryan Poles getting more draft capital on a team that needs it, right? On a team that doesn't have the big names and wants to continue to look to add those to the teams, develop those within house. That's a possible one as well. Next one, Arizona Cardinals. This one is for Robert Quinn and a if and uh, we'll be sending out Robert Quinn straight up, nothing else, and we get back a 2023 second round pick and Andy Isabella, a wide receiver. Again, pick the Bears get some things back that they that they need to add to. And some and a trade partner that I think would be interested in Robert Quinn. Well, hey, a lot of teams are going to be interested in Robert Quinn. It's Robert Quinn. And, you know, Robert Quinn, 49 tackles, 18 and a half sacks, 17 tackles for a loss, four forced fumbles last year. The market is almost every team is going to be able to take a Robert Quinn. Now, this next uh, trade partner that I'm going to present here is the Baltimore Ravens. Now, going to the Baltimore Ravens, Robert Quinn would go back to a 3-4 defense, which could be. They've been trying to add to that defensive line throughout this offseason, had some deals fall through there. The deal I'm presenting when it comes to the Baltimore Ravens are a third and a sixth 2023 pick and Bill, uh, Ben Powers, uh, who is an offensive guard. This one for Robert Quinn straight up. The Bears not sending anything back. That is a great deal, I think, in my opinion. It's not the perfect deal. And I know a lot of these deals can be picked apart, and I completely understand that. I'm not I'm not a GM for a reason, right? But this is just an interesting thing for a conversation. Um, like I said, the third and sixth round 2023 pick and a very solid offensive lineman. Um, could get could be something that entices the Bears. Like again, the one thing with this Robert Quinn trade, if it does happen, is you know, do you look at some of the other deals that the Bears were forced to make to kind of see what the market's going to be? But Robert Quinn coming off one of the better seasons for him, I do think that the Bears can get back quite a bit of draft capital if they do need it for Robert Quinn. And as we continue to look at it now, one of the teams that I have not mentioned yet, and we'll kind of end this show on this, is the Dallas Cowboys. Now, this is one of um Quinn's former teams highly familiar with him. They know exactly what they're getting in him. Now, what can we get back from the Dallas Cowboys? I'm presenting this one. Uh, Connor McGovern, an, an offensive guard again. So we get that offensive lineman that we do need and probably covet. We'll see. They, they may they may re really believe in these rookies, but we're going to get also a 2023 second round pick back. So again, just some ideas to throw out there for the interesting conversation. That's really what this is meant to be, a conversation piece. Please don't kill me too much in the comments. I know these deals probably aren't what some people would like to see the Bears get back when it comes to a Robert Quinn, but I want to hear from you guys down below. Sound off then. If you think that you have a better deal in place or a deal that you, you think that the Bears can get 
for a player like Robert Quinn, please let me know in the comments down below. We want to hear from you guys. We want to get more interaction on this as well. One thing also that we haven't been doing a good job at, at, at plugging as well, we do have the Chicago Bears Central Facebook group where we're trying to get off, get a little bit more conversation started for Bears fans. So make sure that you uh, join us for that as well. If you're interested in that, if you're interested in having co uh, conversations about the Bears, NFL as a whole and interact with us a little bit more. Make sure you're also following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearCentral at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to interact with us by leaving a text and or voicemail, the number to do so is 773-270-2799. Thank you for joining me on this daily episode of Chicago Bear Central. I'm your host, Hayes. Make sure you support us. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't subscribed already. we see you lovely and beautiful people tomorrow. Peace, y'all. And bear down, y'all. Come on, bear down. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, 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 break.